Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome to The Patch. This week, brought to you by Dollar Shave Club and Trunk Club. There's one. There's the other. They're both clubs. Are you in the club? We'll, know, ta- we'll talk about them more a little later. Bernie's in the club. I'm in the club, too. I, I will talk about it. Okay. Not at length, but I'll talk about it a bit later. <laughs> uh, we're going to The Patch this week with Gus. Meg. Ryan. Ashley. And Gus. <laughs> I love all the oh, discipline. Feel, I'm sorry. I feel, I feel so much pressure to be like Ryan in this seat. Yeah, you gotta, he's got some things he's got to do. Mainly, you see, you, you fulfilled your Ryan obligations, which is to uh, turn the hourglass. Ah, suck it, Ryan. <laughs> uh, you don't get your seat back. What people didn't see right before the, the podcast, <laughs> it was Ashley running around like a crazy person <laughs> trying to get on stage before we went live. I think you made it with about 40 seconds to spare. I was in a meeting, and I looked down, and I was, it was said 3.58, and I went, oh, shit, and ran out, and everyone was like, See you, I guess. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. This meeting's over. Just we'll, walk out. We'll finish the meeting later. Um, so, yeah, we're here to talk about video games, video game news. Uh, of course, like, the big news from last week, or one of the bigger news pieces was, you know, Silent Hills being canceled and, you know, PT being removed from the PSN. It's okay, Meg. It's okay. I'm sad. But and now you can't even re-download You can't it. re-download it. It's just gone. It's gone. I, that I remember everyone being like, look, it's fine. It doesn't matter if you if you bought it. You can still re-download it. That's just the way that like the digital stores work. No. Mm-mm, it's just gone. Wow. And then there was also a rumor. That seems like, by the, the way, really like a big problem with digital distribution because this doesn't normally happen. If you've bought it, you can re-download it. Right. But I mean, this, well, this, this was clearly a, weird, a bad yeah. blood still. situation. But still. Somebody's wife got the deep dicking. Like that's such a... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Meg Tony. I literally in my head was like, gonna go for it? Fuck it, here we go. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, uh, and there was also a rumor that sprouted that um, the PSN store was expiring people's copies of PT. Right. Because there was a pic- someone took a picture of their television and it had uh, it, the, the. Yeah, it said time remaining on it. But it turns out, I guess, for some reason in Germany, PT was tied to people's PS Plus accounts and the time remaining was how long they had left on their PlayStation Plus. Right, okay. So people were frantically worrying that PT was going like, to be forcibly removed from their consoles. but Which I wouldn't put past Sony. Yeah, don't worry. They're not coming to take your games. Yep. Just your demos. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, you can't, you, just once you have it, you can't re-download it. Right, I, so don't delete it. Yeah. And I, apparently that's so, against what the deletion box said when people deleted it. It said you can re-download this at, another, at a later date. Presumably before the Dickin, mm-hmm. and so now you can't. <laughs> right, that's the big, like, that's the crazy thing. I mean, now only, like, buying something or downloading something and no longer means that you can access it forever. Right. I, I mean, has that happened before? There's always that scare with digital stuff, right, that um, that the company will go out of business well, and then you just a, can't get it In anymore. a way, inadvertently, it happens when MMOs go, out, go under, or like server-based games where... You can still have the client install your machine, but there's no way to run it. There's no way to actually experience the game anymore. Yeah. Years ago, um, back when the Mist MMO was shutting down Uru, uh, <laughs> Jeff and I spent like a, Uru, we, was we, it we, Uru, ages of Mist. Yeah, it was. We, Jeff and I spent the final week uh, that that game was up, like in the game. Like we had never played the game. We we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna like live through the destruction of this world. I love how you're like, I'm gonna get myself to love something that's going away. It was cool to see, like, like just things like. You know that it's your last time to see it. It's just oh. going to be gone. There's see, no other I way to see it. I loved Mist. I would never have played a Mist MMO because for me, part of the charm of Mist was being all by yourself. 
If mm. someone else shows up in the game, that's a huge disappointment. <laughs> oh, there was... There's a missed series? I, mean, I was saying, that, that, then, I'm, I'm going uh, to connect it. Yeah. Hulu, right? I was like, I, I don't... That was totally coincidence. Like, like, I'm ready to... Oh, shit, I don't know. I wasn't ready. No, wait. I just, just like clicked in my mind. Like, oh, one of the things I wanted to talk about this week was Hulu is working on an original missed program for their uh, platform. Here's what I'm really confused about. I'm going to look this up because we reported on this months yeah. ago. Yeah. We've talked about it a couple times that I believe the point that was made last time was how the hell are they gonna, going to do that because everything yeah. is very much you are by yourself. Yeah, I think previously the the property was in development and now it's like more finalized. Like ah. they, you know it's going to be on Hulu. They actually said what it's going to be about. Ooh. And it's not anything crazy. It's the easiest, lowest hanging fruit. The show will explore the origins of the Island of Mist from the game where a man wakes up on a mysterious island with absolutely no idea who he is, where he is, or how he got there. Okay, then. Is it called Mist because it's mysterious? Is that... Did that just clip in my head? <laughs> I, <laughs> does that I think that's just kind on? of where like that came from. Yeah. Oh, is that why it's a Y, not an I? I'm learning so much I never today. thought about also, that either. Also, branding. Yeah, like, I, I learned too. You, oh. taught, you taught me. You learned and then immediately taught me. So I Mist guess it's... Uh, series. Here we go. Hold on. I'm looking this up. We reported on this back in October. Um, and yeah, back in October... Uh, the the Millers from um, Cyan Worlds or whatever uh, the the founders uh, closed a deal with Legendary to adapt the property for a TV or a streaming service. Mm -hmm. So now we just know that that is yeah. I think flipped over. Flip it. Flip it. <gasps> Pop it. I think at the time we uh, we were also talking a lot about the Dead Rising movie. Like I think uh, we talked about those two things quite a bit. Uh, there was, back yeah, there and was forth. that period where suddenly like everything was selling, and then it's like, all right, let's see which ones actually happened at all because selling rights is so different than actually mm -hmm. doing Absolutely. something. Well, the Dead the Dead Rising one came out. Uh, it, it was like Did a total you hear about it? non event. I think <laughs> exactly. we talked about it on right. the patch. Yeah, but and it I was mean, like, oh, yeah, that thing. It happened. Because I think it, it was exclusive to Crackle, which is the, oh, right, the Sony right. streaming service. And it was like going to be episodic, but then it was all going to come out together. And it just came out like a little over a month ago, March 27th. What? Yeah. Okay. The De Dead Rising Watchtower. The whole thing? Yeah. The, the made for digital movie. Mm -hmm. Poor Crackleman. You know they're in trouble when um, even like Sony wouldn't even release powers on it. Yeah. Which by the way, you they didn't. They didn't release their own stuff on their own platform. That's that's trouble, right? Yeah, and Indeed. you are right. They just announced that uh, powers got picked up for uh, season two, which is great. I heard a lot of good things about it. I watched the first episode and then I stopped. I really need to finish it. Mm. And then, I, of course, I always get the notification every time my PS4 comes out. Like, oh hey, yes, a new episode of Powers available for you. Like, oh, no, later, later, PS4. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, PS4. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Shh, just play games. Mm -hmm. Don't you do what I tell you? <laughs> yeah. Um, the only time I've ever used Crackle, I um, actually got tricked into it. It was back when I was using my Xbox 360. It was before the like, Xbox One and PS4 came out. I was using my 360. I was going to play a game or something, and I saw like one. I like of those... that you felt the need to justify that, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't touch it now. But um, <laughs> oh, it, I would. I would never cheat on you this generation. You know, you know those those little square ads, and I saw one. It says like. Watch Sein watch all of Seinfeld on you know streaming digital. I was like, oh, cool. You know, I own the DVDs, but it'd be cool to see that. And I clicked on it, and it like downloaded the Crackle app. And I was like, oh, I have to do it through Crackle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that free like, content. That, yeah, that's that, mm. that's too much trouble. But they, I, someone just signed a deal. I might have been. Hulu as well just Seinfeld? signed a, a deal for Seinfeld yeah, yeah, for all the streaming rights. And what was it like a million dollars an episode? More than a million dollars an episode? I think so. Seinfeld. Wait, Hulu. they 
they friends it. Yeah, well, Dang. I don't the, think the, the cast made it. I the, think that's how much they paid. Yeah, the licensing oh. deal uh, is $160 million. Yeah. <laughs> you can turn on TBS at any hour of the day and <laughs> see friggin' Seinfeld. Let's back up. Seinfeld's still with $160 million, and there hasn't been an episode that's that's aired this century. Yes, it's been it's 17 or, years. You know what? Let's make it sound more dramatic. This millennium. <laughs> That's so crazy. It checks out. It checks <laughs> out. so crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me do the math. Uh, yeah. Carry the one mm-hmm. and... It works. One didn't do anything. <laughs> How much did Netflix pay for Friends? Let's find out. <laughs> I like doing this. Because that's another one that, like, that show holds up. If you are bored, sick at home, watch Friends on Netflix. Really? Uh, so holds up. It does... I, I don't see it here. Mm. Easily listed. Bummer. Um, there was a... There was something where this is totally not gaming related talk, but I'm gonna talk about it. Welcome anyway. to screenplay. There was uh, I saw a R. video R. comparison a few weeks ago where, you know, like you said, if you turn on TBS almost any time of day, you can see Seinfeld. Someone recorded an episode of Seinfeld and you know digitized it to their computer and then also played it the same footage, the same episode off of their their DVD and then compared the two video files and realized that the versions that are aired on television on TBS are sped up by seven percent. It's imperceptible to to you, but it allows them to squeeze in an extra commercial break. Really, really? Yeah. I mean, do they have to? Can you like adjust? Pitch they normalize shift or the audio like by cutting say. silences and like squeezing oh. things together. I wonder who was like, mm, "This is doing pretty well. I'm going to need it about seven percent faster." How much mm-hmm. does that cut? Like, how much extra time is that? Um, that have- it must be like another minute because I think it's wow, two commercial. That's like, nuts. Two commercials that they're able to Those squeeze in there. Bitches. I'll, send, I'll, I'll show you the video, but it is. not not video game related at all. Just, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I love I love that kind of stuff. That is funny. Um, I mean, how did someone like? It makes me wonder. Like, how does that guy notice in the first place? Like, wait a minute, this 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 joke happened way too early. <laughs> <laughs> this is fifty seven seconds, and it's supposed to be fifty eight. Where's my? I'm favorite? not ready to laugh yet. <laughs> Damn it! Where's my favorite pause? It's missing. Yeah, yeah maybe that. Maybe like an audio pause is well, what tipped him off. I've definitely noticed uh, on Simpsons reruns. Now that they play it all the time on FXX, they will. I've, I've noticed some stuff gets cut. Like, oh, there's supposed to be a joke there that they cut, or there's a joke there that's missing. That's so weird. We were watching Friends on. I want to say it was on Netflix, and they've cut certain things. Gavin will be like, "Wait a second, there's supposed to be a door closed." He's like such an expert in Friends that he'll be able to pick up. So we'll get the Blu-ray out and be like, "Yep, there it is. There's that door closed." That they cut <laughs> like so strange. They cut like the weirdest little shit from Friends. Oh, are you just finding out that Gavin has, like, an obsession with friends? No, yeah. I just – it just <laughs> continues to boggle my mind yeah. that, like, of all the people I know, that Gavin is the biggest – He's a friend's, friends expert. Mm-hmm. fiend. We should play Friends Trivial Pursuit only if he is on my team. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. Like, Gavin, an expert on friends. I, that's, that's also mind-boggling. Right? It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So, like, somebody who picks up on a door close – I've never known a TV show that well to yeah. be like, where's my door close? That's not right. That's not right. He's shaking his fist at the TV. So video games. Yeah. Um, Gus, what have you been playing? What I, I played Don't Starve. You know, we talk we talk about that in the uh, Patch Game Club. Yep. Which was it was I don't want to get into it too much, obviously, because we're going to cover it more in Game Club. But it was it was interesting. I didn't really know much about the game going into it. I think Gilby had played it quite a bit in the past mm-hmm. and I tried to talk me into playing it. But uh, Meg and I streamed for a bit yesterday. Yeah. And uh, and Meg lit the forest on fire. I did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nobody would mind if this was on fire. <laughs> Um, aside from that, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. I mean, a lot of Hearthstone. You got someone else here Carrie. at the office. You got Carrie. I saw him tweeting about it. I saw him tweeting basically this. 
damn you, Sorola. I, in fact, he said I, he's looking up guides now. I spectated some of his matches last night, and then uh, we played a bit. Oh, and that's I was so just like sweet. giving him advice on, on my thoughts. You're training him. Are you, yeah. are you on You're like that angel on his shoulder, <laughs> like, hee hee, carry, like, no. carry. Play this card. Notice me, Senpai Gus. Yeah, I was thinking you were like a Yoda in a backpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone Photoshop that, please. On Carrie's back? On Carrie's oh back. Oh, my God. Um, what about you, Meg? What are you, what are you even playing? Well, we played Don't Starve. Uh, I did light the forest on fire. Again, we'll talk about it in Patch Game Club. Uh, <laughs> Highlight of the week. Yes, absolutely. It was actually really, really fun. It was something that when we finished streaming, I was like, I want to do more. Like, I just want to stream more of that because it was just fun. Um, other than that, actually, I, I've been reading All You Need Is Kill, the book, mm, and that's been mm-hmm. taking up all my time. So mm. it was really good. And that's the that's what Edge of live tomorrow. die repeat. Yeah, live die re- repeat slash edge of tomorrow is, is based on. Yeah, it's based on. Yeah, really I am. I've been playing more of Broken Age because it it had just come out before the last episode of the the patch, and so I'd played like a half hour of it, and I was like, I started again and went. I don't. How, how did the first act end? Because it. I, I took issue with this before, but the fact that it's been like 15 months between episodes. I really should have played the first one again, but I kind of didn't want to. Why do I like adventure games? Like, the first ga- the first game where I ever thought, like, that I ever self-identified as, like, a gamer, I guess, uh, was was Myst. I got mm. it for Christmas. That was amazing. Loved it. Almost immediately went out and bought a guide. To beat it, because I like I was stuck on the main island. I was like, I don't need. I was. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to play these games. I don't know how any of this works. Got a guide. Turns out, by the way, that's the story of my life for adventure games. <laughs> I tried to remember any like a single adventure game that I had ever beat fully on my own without looking up any guides or getting any help on puzzle solving. Never beaten one. Mm. <laughs> I love that you just own it, though. You're like, yep, not for me. <laughs> you love it, but you realize, you, you admit that you need the help. Yeah, you know, there was a program uh, way back in the day. I ended up, so when I started playing games, I got into Myst, and then I got into those kinds of games. Like, I ended up playing, um, well, Riven, obviously, the sequel. And then I was playing the, the, the Journeyman Project games, like, you know, like the time-traveling sort of ones. And those ones I was weirded out because I was like... There are people in this. You talk to people. It's weird. <laughs> I want to be by myself. If, if that gives you any indication of what a loner I was in school, I didn't even like people in my games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, and so I, like, I was playing all of those. Um, and I ended up, I, I made a trip to Fry's, which is a, 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 an electronics store chain in California when I was visiting my aunt and uncle. And there was basically a missed ripoff called Celtica. I've never seen it or heard of it anywhere since. But when I was trying to get help on that damn game, uh, I found this this program that I wish still existed. Honestly, it was uh, it was like a series of escalating hints. Mm-hmm. So it would have these different games loaded into it, and you, you know you tell it which puzzle you were on, basically, and it would give you a hint, and that you could try to use that to like, at least like get an idea the direction you need to go in to solve this particular puzzle. And if that's not enough, you could escalate the hint, and it would give you something a little bit more clear. And then, like, to, and then, like, it would get to like the third level, and it's like, just do this. Yeah. Well, I feel <laughs> I like that program. We, we, we played for Game Club. We played Valiant Hearts, and they almost they had, had a system that. like that built into yeah. the game, where the pigeon would show up if you were taking too long, and you could choose whether or not to read the hint. Yeah, and that which was, like, I every, felt like, like was a little bit seconds, insulting. Right? I'd be like, "Hold on, pigeon, I'm looking at something. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm I got this it. Out. Okay, this, yeah. uh, calm your text, I think pigeon. I used the calm your pigeon. It's a different kind of bird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really 
proud of myself. Um, so just to go back real fast, um, Netflix paid $118 million for 238 episodes of Friends. Wow. According to WolfEJ4 on Twitter. Thank He's you. got an intimate knowledge yeah. of Netflix business deals. And, and he said also that Netflix apparently passed on Seinfeld back in March. Wow. wow. Yeah. Maybe they they subscribe to the. Uh, like, they can just watch TBS. it on TBS. We've got enough of you. Uh, yeah. You know, Eleventh um, Hour was that way. Seventh Guest didn't have any hints. They had like a guidebook you get, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any hints. But Eleventh Hour basically had this game book that you carried around, and it was like a little digital thing that would it would give you a hint if you were taking too long. But then it could also just solve puzzles for you oh, because really? they're so freaking hard. Hmm. Just be like, eh, solve puzzle. And I was going through. I'm like, I'm not looking at the game book. I'm solve puzzle, solve puzzle, solve puzzle. Enough of this. Like after making it through seventh guest, you've earned cheating your way through eleventh hour. I but think. that's why they give it to you. They're All like, right. oh, you, you, you're fine. You're cool. You're here for the boobs. Everybody else is <laughs> just solve the puzzle. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this thing. I want to remind everyone this episode of the patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. If you listen to the show, you've heard me talking about dollarshaveclub.com. They deliver amazing razors for a few bucks. First time I heard about Dollar Shave Club, I was skeptical. I didn't think a razor that costs only a few bucks could be could deliver such a great shave. I can't read today. It seemed too good to be true. But then I tried them, and I got the most amazing shave I've had in years. My skin felt like silk. If you're still using those bags of plastic disposables, stop. Dollarshaveclub.com razors cost less than those flimsy plastic things, and the shave doesn't even compare. Can't have a bunch of nicks and cuts on my face, you know, because you can you see my face. It's a beautiful face because uh, I'm on vi- I'm on video all the time. If anyone needs a high quality razor, it's me, especially with my werewolf facial hair. Um, <laughs> uh, don't be fooled by affordable price. These razors are legit, and you'll never go back. Uh, plus, they've got Dr. Carver shave butter. So if you're still using old fashioned shave foam, you're missing out. Try DollarShaveClub.com/patch today. That's DollarShaveClub.com/patch. It's really low cost. High quality razors. Try them. Um, Gus, someone here um, on Twitter uh, at Kieran W. Herbert asks what Hearthstone deck you use. Uh, primarily, I play uh, Paladin as my uh, primary character or my primary class. Uh, I'm right now. I'm kind of between decks. I have like a like a cheap deck. I call it my cheap deck. Just like a lot of. Uh, low cost minions that I'll, I'll summon out and try to overwhelm someone. Uh, I guess it's kind of a rush deck for the most part. So yeah, that's what I use. And uh, I'm trying to play a little more priest because I really like the priest class. I'm just not very good at it. Uh, I had I used to play a lot of mage when I first started because when you first play Hearthstone, the first class you unlock is mage. When you're going through the tutorial, and then you play through all the other classes. So I feel like a lot of people jump into mage right away. Uh, but for me, I, I really like with Paladin the the class ability allows you to summon uh, a one one acolyte every turn essentially for two mana. And so even if you've got nothing else, at least on round two you could summon a one one uh, minion. Oh, now I know how my parents feel when I talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> so for people who basic. haven't played Hearthstone, what does any of that mean? So do you as different classes do you have access to different types of cards? You yes. So there's common cards any class can use there's also class specific cards and every different class has their own class ability so a paladin's class ability allows them to summon a creature with one power and one health for the cost of two mana uh priest for example for two mana can heal two points of damage uh mage for two mana can do a one point fireball and is that per turn or is that like mm-hmm. every so often per turn okay so so every everyone's a little different and some of them are kind of complicated 
but it's so so good beginner classes or mage well mage yeah i mean mage is the most straightforward i think um yeah i mean they're all they're all pretty easy though i I still i think maybe the more advanced ones might be like druid just because i mean i'm sorry not druid shaman because then you have to keep track of totems and that can be a little that can be a little much to keep track of if you're just starting the game anything else is fine have you put hearthstone in the um in the cylinder of selection for game club i haven't i don't know i guess maybe i should you think it's a good game club game? Bad game club game? I, I mean, it's good. We could all play against each other and I could destroy all of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's got a lot of the, the solo adventures, too. It, it, well, it's free, which is great. But you can play a lot of practice matches if you don't want to pay for the solo adventures and, or just play online. You can even play online for free. But you probably get your ass kicked mm. if, you're, uh, if you don't have any of the other more advanced cards. But, yeah, I'm, I'm playing through every and every month the... Uh, like every, every month, your ranking resets in competitive play, in ranked play. So it goes from what is it? Twenty five is the lowest, and then one is the highest. So then you work your way up to the higher levels, hmm. and you get ranked with so other people. So it smacks are, you back down every month. Yeah, it doesn't put you all the way back to twenty five unless you were like level twenty four. Like it knocks you down a couple of ranks. Wow. Then you have to work your way back up. You have to reprove yourself. It's Gives fun. yourself something to work toward. Yeah, now, they don't do a lot of rebalancing. With that game, right? They've rebalanced a couple of cards occasionally, but the, when they decided they was it exited beta or they did like a final, like a final reset. This mm-hmm. was a while back, and said like this is we're hoping that this is the final balance, yeah. basically. Yeah, I don't think I don't that. think they've retouched it since then. Great. I think they tweaked cards. Oh, we talked about it on the leaderboard. Uh, I think they tweaked cards not too long ago. It was like right before a big Hearthstone tournament, and mm. that was kind of. Uh, Big deal. It was just a. It was just a couple cards, though, right? Yes. Yeah, Definitely. probably. Like I, I, yeah, my I script that I didn't write for that <laughs> show that I just host. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, they would do wide sweeping changes. Yeah. You know, ideally, it's just very targeted for stuff that's broken or being abused. Yeah, they had. Uh, I remember they also got in trouble for not seeding players in a tournament. So like the best people were knocking each other out in the first round, and oh, then I they see. like didn't have a very exciting final. Sure, mm. might be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Um, something, something, Hearthstone. Yeah, Hearthstone. It's great. Try it. Uh, yeah, just try a little free Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a gateway. This is like when I got like my seven day WoW thing. Is that what it's going to be like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I find myself like, oh, my iPad's right there. Or now it's like, oh, my phone. Right, it's on the phone. It's First the phone, taste right? is free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 awful. You know, it's a great game, but it just it really has its its tentacles on me right now. Um, tentacles, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds hot. We got killed by. Some tentacles uh, and don't, and starve. don't starve. Yeah, yeah, those tentacles are mean. They come out of nowhere. There's no warning. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was I was shocked to see them uh, like attack you. It just came out of nowhere. It just came out of nowhere and you, killed me. You know, speaking of don't starve, I find that I've been playing so many of the like game club games. Just like even beyond, I ended up doing a second playthrough of Child of Light. It was a speed run kind of. Mm. Uh, I've been playing. I've I'm still playing through Katowa Shoujo. It's fun. You gotten a bone in me yet? <laughs> Meg asking the important questions. I want to know. And apparently, someone lied to us. You can't have a three-way in that game. You cannot. Mm. There was That's um, a so lie. there's the 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 uh, the. I like the, how upset you are. That's the worst kind of lie. <laughs> there's the 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 deaf girl Shizune and um and her friend Misha and I. People like to spread rumors that you can have a threesome with them. You can't, but. You can, I think, hook up with Misha, and then that just makes Shizune upset. But you can't end up with Misha, so it ends up being a love triangle, not mm. a not not a three way. Not a bed triangle. If you but there lie are, to fact, someone, there are three sides. That's true. If you of all pain, if you lie to someone about being able to have a fictional three way, you deserve a kick in the pants. Yeah, 
Agreed. Thank you. <laughs> we have distance justice. Patch law. Um, <laughs> um, so you mentioned you did a, a speed run in Child of Light. Um, I watched. Well, speed run. I watched uh, a speed run in uh, New Vegas, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, by the way, I love the Fallout series. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that a million times. Um, where someone made, he did a speed run where it was in hardcore mode and he was, he, he called it Don't Starve. He didn't eat, he didn't drink, and he didn't, um, what was the other one? He didn't eat, and he didn't sleep. So it was like, and as you play in hardcore, you really need to drink and eat regularly. And it was, it was interesting to watch. He said his total time, the final video that he posted was like an hour and 47 minutes long. And his playthrough time was about two hours and 42 minutes, he oh, said. Oh, wow. And uh, he was able to do it. I mean, when he started, he said he hadn't tested it. He didn't know how long you would go before you would die from not drinking water. But he did it. He, he yeah. went for it. That's yeah. awesome. Did you guys see that, um, I think it was in Halo Reach, somebody just got into a room that wasn't ever meant for anybody to be in it? Yeah, they've been trying for five years. Yeah, <laughs> since the game came out. Wait, been, they took five years trying to get into a room that you're not supposed to be in and finally got into that room? And there's nothing in it. It's just like, hey, we're in the room. It's just a point of pride. Like, <laughs> yeah. they've been trying yeah, forever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about it. I mean, it's on and off. Like, it wasn't like their whole life focus for five years. I but. just love the idea of them finally getting into the room and there's just a table and, like, a cupcake. You did it! Congratulations. There wasn't that's even that excitement. It's all that's in there. <laughs> Not even. Not even. No. Yeah, they, I, I, and there was a. I don't. I remember reading the article about it, but the the steps they had to take were really was long like, and get complicated. A ship, stand on the ship. Rocket somebody over here. Get out of the ship. Like it was really crazy. Yeah, it was. A, it was. It was one of those things where it's almost. It's like the. Uh, it reminded me of the Super Mario World speed run that Seth Bling did, where it's like you're almost. You're really doing stuff in the game mm-hmm. that the game doesn't expect and it doesn't quite know how to handle it and it's almost like an exception. Yeah, like you're rewriting – he was like rewriting code basically mm-hmm. with the game. That's, I mean they weren't doing that but it seemed like that because it was so order of operations. It was so precise, yeah. The Gibson is finding us too fast. <laughs> yeah, and you, you – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Ashley's got, gone full on nerd this episode. <laughs> um, so speaking of, speaking of nerds, the – Oculus finally has a window for full consumer release. It's it's like it keeps getting a window and then moving it. Remember the – well, even like unofficially, remember it was not that long ago a, do, a guy was doing the interview and talking about how all this stuff is going to be available on technology that's available this year. And everyone was like, so Oculus is finally going to fucking come out. Is that about right? And they're like, we don't know. What? Nope. That, yeah, turns that, out it's now it's moon again. That was uh, that was something else, wasn't it? Wasn't it was like that the Facebook. Oculus HTC partnership? Yeah, or, well, or something like that. It was at the Facebook thing. It was well, like was a it? guy, a, a, uh, an executive for Facebook, was like, "By the way, this is all stuff you're going to be able to do this year." It was like right. the the hand the like offhand comment, and then he was like, "Well, I just meant that there are computers that can do this kind of uh. stuff." <laughs> and I was like, "Really?" So, yeah, that was it. Was quite, and then they were like, "I love backtracks that where you're just like, oh." Come on. Yeah, exactly. I love Coke. I just meant there are people who like Coke. I meant the, in the soft world. drink Coke exactly. exists. <laughs> exactly. It's a thing that uh, people know. So, yeah, I guess what they say, the first part of 2016, first quarter? What do they say? Uh, it just says first part. <laughs> first part of 2016, but they're going to have more information, I think, next week? Yeah. So, next week, they're going to reveal final tech specs and then do pre orders later this year. Yeah, well, I'd expect we'll hear a lot more about it next month, too. If they don't do something big at E3, 
can I be honest? I feel like Oculus Rift is taking too long to come out, and I'm concerned that no one's going to care by the time it gets here. I'm okay. concerned nobody cares at this point. Well, like, uh, right aside, now. Aside from, aside from Gus. But it's okay. like, you know, Ryan at least is, you know, is into it. He's got the dev kit in the office and everything. Um, we actually, uh, uh, Bernie and I got one at home. We got one for JD to use. And he, for a little while, I was like, really cool. We don't. I don't know where it is now. It's yeah, somewhere. I feel like if it came out today and I could go buy it, I wouldn't. Well, like it just wouldn't feel. When did, the need. Hold on, when did they kickstart that? Twenty twelve. Yeah. But right, right, you need to look it up. <laughs> right like now, just, or maybe it was twenty thirteen. I just saw it in the article. Uh, sorry, I, I, I said it so matter of factly. Mm-hmm. I should have. I should have qualified that. Sure. Um, but I think the problem it's suffering right now is that everyone knows about the hardware, but the software doesn't exist yet. I think if there was compelling software, yeah. If there was compelling software and there were, you know, cases you could look at it and be like, "Oh, I could do that with it." It makes it a lot better. It's a lot easier of a sell. I'm also one of those sickness people, so yeah. I, it doesn't really appeal to me for that heard, either. I heard a weird thing about that though that um some developers have started putting a nose yeah, hopefully into like just like a, a almost like a peripheral vision nose into Oculus Rift and that's helping with sickness. Oh. I will say that I have a nose when I fly on an airplane, and it doesn't keep me from getting sick. Like, I get motion sickness <laughs> wow. pretty quickly, so. I didn't know that. Even though I have a nose all the time. That sucks. Okay, yeah. new, new game. All the things we can do to make Meg people. <laughs> I know, right? It's not, like, take off, a, like, a plane taking off, being on a boat, any sort of scuba diving activity. We'll do all next right. week's patch no, on the merry-go-round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Cancel yacht party. Yeah. <laughs> Second note. Return that yacht you stole. <laughs> um, so I guess also th- th- this really wasn't a big secret because it kind of got leaked a couple weeks ago. But uh, it's been officially announced that t- Tony Hawk is coming back. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 will be coming out later this year. Was, I was kind of surprised at how quickly the game was coming out. Um, but yeah, it's going to be out in PS4, Xbox One later this year. And they say the PS3 and Xbox 360 versions will follow shortly thereafter. So Game Informer uh, has like the quote-unquote exclusive first look they got a bunch of screenshots and i'm sure we'll see a lot of video and a lot more of it coming out at e3 and they say that they want to take the series back to its roots and make it kind of like more like the original uh tony hawk games but i looked up the developers who were working on it uh who was it as um robo something robodomo robomoto and they developed uh tony hawk ride Mm. thank Um, you chrome axel for the photoshop of carry with a yoda gust backpack. <laughs> i got to see that uh so, please someone in the studio crew tell me you made mama proud and you have that clip of bernie on hand since we're talking about tony hawk the, the one when he ate shit i'm disappointed <laughs> in all of you it's like my favorite is there we is, talk about tony hawk we should have a button that just plays that over and over is again. tony hawk do you think it it gets the award for the game that's been leaked the most number of times tony hawk has talked about it <laughs> he talked about it uh like in a radio like a podcast or a radio interview like a year ago and was like yeah the new tony hawk game and everyone was like new tony hawk game and he was like what yeah and also a, a, a caterer linked that yeah. photo oh my god <laughs> yeah that's the best part of it he was, uh, like, I guess he was like, showing off like, his work, but like in the background like, was the giant Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk 5 right behind him. Uh, that poor caterer. Because I'm, I'm sure he had no idea. Right. Like what. He like, was just like, hey guys, look, like, I did it on a half pipe and like, look at all the stuff I have set up. And he was all excited. Yeah. That poor guy. He's just trying to promote his own business, you know, right. being endeavorous using the social media. Could you imagine getting that 
email that's like, delete that photo now. Like, just your heart drop would be horrible. We will ruin your life. We will ruin your business. Thanks for all that press we're getting. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really like those uh, those old original Tony Hawk games. And uh, be, I'm, I'm really curious to, to try it out and see if how the format holds up. It seems, But it's also kind of sad because... Neversoft isn't around anymore, and Neversoft is who you know pioneered those uh, those early the initial Tony Hawk games. So it'll be interesting to see it switched off to a new studio. Do you think that this game coming out might motivate EA to put out another skate game? That'd be that'd be interesting because mostly like in the the most of the comments that I hear when it's like new Tony Hawk game, they're like new skate would be nice well because it, isn't it the the gaming industry at this point such a domino effect like no music games for a while new guitar here new rock band they're like both coming out the exact same time so this could be a thing where they're like shit everybody's excited about tony hawk new skate let's go mm-hmm. right seems to happen that way yeah it's like a, the revitalization of the skateboarding genre mm-hmm. it's like it's the early 2000s all over again we're going to be playing on plastic guitars, riding skateboards with our controllers. Well, and another crazy stuff like the like this ukulele thing. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Right. So the, the, a bunch of the guys, uh, developers, that worked on Banjo-Kazooie left Rare, formed their own studio, and said they were making a spiritual successor. I'm going to be honest. I was skeptical because I was like, well, a lot of people loved and played Banjo-Kazooie, but, I mean, are people going to, like, when they're crowdfunding this, are people going to pay money? For this spiritual successor, it turns out the answer is shit. Yes, overwhelmingly <laughs> yeah. yes. So they initially were asking for 175,000 um, pounds to to complete the Kickstarter. Yeah, that's at 1.4 million pounds right now. Yep. Uh, so yeah, they they completed their goal in less than 24 hours. And so you know, you just gave the number 1.4 million pounds or two point almost 2.2 million dollars. They have 41 days to go on the Kickstarter They must have still. completed their goal in like an hour because I thought they broke a million in like the first day. Oh, that, yeah. And that's... Do yes, you, what, that's crazy. Do you, like I just wonder if those guys are sitting there not going like, shit, what do we do? Like we 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 planned for this and we've scaled to this. Please don't pull don't please please don't pull a broken age. <laughs> <laughs> but you like broken age. Yes and no. I have I have issues with it. I have issues with the way it came out. It was first of all because remember they they broke their goal for broken age like big time. In fact, let me see if I can find that. Um, they went way 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 over goal and then so then they redesigned the game to take advantage of more money and then designed too much game. And then had to use the sales of the first half to fund the development of the second half. It's poor, poor money management. Well, but it's a lot of companies have said getting too much from a Kickstarter is kind of a curse. Like yeah. you end up being like people have all these expectations because they gave you all this money. You didn't really, again, scale, like you said, for that kind of commitment to the game. And so it's kind of this weird balance that you have to have. There are also game companies that ask for way too much in their Kickstarters and never get to that either. So. Right, like what are we going to see with the um, was it amplitude? Mm-hmm. Is the HD? Yep. They just squeaked over the line, but I think a lot of people were wondering why they were asking for so much for a remaster, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I didn't think they were going to make it. That was that. That, that, that one was, was like it squeaked in minute. the like the last couple of hours. Uh, so the first Kickstarter for um, Broken Age closed at three point three million dollars. And what did they ask for? Uh, Four hundred thousand dollars. Right. So, like, you know, we're looking at a similar scenario. Yeah, so it's please, like eight times the amount of money they asked for. So, please look at what they did. Please don't do that. Um, just, just you know. Yeah. 
It's a cautionary t- take tale. yourself on a nice well, vacation. There's, there's plenty of cautionary tales with, you know, crowdfunding games at this point. There are. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, and I, I guess I expect, I expect more from established <clears throat> people who've made games before and know what it takes, which, you know, all of these guys are, are in that situation, but then so was Double Fine. Mm-hmm. So then I get a little bit worried. Yeah. You know, when, when established players, wow, that was rude. I'm sorry, were you making a point? (laughs) (laughs) When established players are, you know, have that much trouble with their own Mm. Kickstarters from too much success. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's just an experience with the crowdfunding platform and not, you know, fully understanding what they're getting into. But I'm excited to see some of the um, indie games that have been, what's up? um, A couple of people on Twitter, uh, Jacob Wolf and Adam Shearbeek, saying the goal was reached in 40 minutes for ukulele. Yeah. That's awesome. Also, really cute name considering that the codename was Project Ukulele, and I was like, "What does that instrument have to do with anything?" Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that. That makes sense. Yeah, I see what you did. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read this other thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the Patch is also brought to you by Trunk Club. When it comes to clothing, men all over the world agree on two simple facts: one, when you look great, you feel even better; and two, the time it takes to actually shop for, find, and buy those great-looking clothes absolutely sucks. Trunk Club gets it. That's why they've taken the pain out of finding great-looking clothes by shipping you a trunk of clothes that fit perfectly and make you look amazing. At trunkclub.com slash thepatch, you answer a few simple questions about your look, style, and size. You're assigned an expert who will handpick clothes that are just right for you. After getting to know you and your preferences, your stylist will email you the recommendations curated from only the best premium brands. You approve what you like, and a trunk full of great clothes handpicked just for you arrive at your door. Try them on, keep what you want, send back what you don't in their prepaid trunk, and that's it. Trunk Club is the easiest way to refresh your wardrobe this spring. Your stylist, the shopping, the trunk, even the shipping are all 100% free when you go to trunkclub.com slash the patch. Looking great is important and Trunk Club has made it easy. Only pay for the clothes you keep. No ongoing subscription. No hidden charges. Just great clothes handpicked just for you. Uh, so I used it and uh, it, was, it was interesting because when the stylist reaches out, you know, you sh- the stylist introduces themselves and they say in my case it was a woman so i'm gonna say she she introduced herself and uh she said oh you know how would you prefer to communicate would you like to talk on the phone i was like email email i was like Like, don't talk to me yeah so then you know we answered some back and forth questions and uh you know she put together a whole bunch of stuff she wanted to send and at first i was being really picky i was like no i don't want this i don't want this i was like wait a minute it's it's all free to get and try i'm just gonna get everything Mm -hmm. so i accepted it all it came in this giant box and uh it was sitting in the bungalow for I guess like a day and everyone over there was getting like super antsy about it. They're like, come open it. We all want to see. Like, I, they didn't even let me take it home. And they were like, everyone really? wanted to see what Fashion was in it. Yeah. Did they then make you try it all on? No, yeah. no, they did not make me try it on. Oh, it's but, a uh, Yeah, so I, I, kept, I kept some of the stuff and then, you know, just put it all back. The, the box is pretty cool. And then the, the, it, the, so there's a cool little touch they do where you get the box and, you know, they give you the label. But they also give you two little strips of packaging tape in there. That oh. way, like, even when you're going to mail, like, you don't have to find tape. It's like, oh, the tape's right. Like, everything is right here. And I just dropped it off at the U- – you can schedule a pickup. Like, UPS will come and get it. But I was by the UPS store right by our office. I just dropped it off. Bernie just got his first one and really likes it. Yeah, it was cool. There was a, there was a, lot, of, a lot of great stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, try it out. This is- so you guys are all about to look a lot more fashionable, yeah. basically. Yeah. Trunkclub.com. After your the blue patch. pants and your red pants, yeah, I'm gonna. Have, what color pants fashion? you got on? Uh, got right red. now, I've got red. But yes. when Trunk Club, uh, this is I didn't get these from Trunk Club. From Trunk Club, I actually got a pair of blue jeans. I haven't worn blue jeans I think since I was in high school. Really? Yeah, but uh, I really liked the blue jeans that they had sent me, uh, and I, they were they were like really soft and really kind of stretchy. I was like, oh, these are awesome. So stretchy. If you oh, see, you get your J Lo jeans. Yeah. On? If you see me wearing uh, like wearing blue waist. jeans, yeah. you know that I got them from uh, from Trunk Club. Don't rip them like I did mine. <laughs> There's a, there we go. 
There's Carrie and Gus. Sitting in a tree. Look how unhappy you look with him. <laughs> Come on, it's Carrie. It's easy to be unhappy. Um, I don't wow. know what that meant. Um, so, in other gaming-related news, Goat Simulator just refuses to go away. They are it's killing they it. They are just continuing to make stuff and put out stuff. That's absolutely ridiculous. So, the I think tomorrow they're releasing Goat Z, which is their zombie survival game. And see, and they, they don't even That's take it seriously. Ridiculous. Of course they Even don't. their trailer says, you know, it's got as many bugs as other survival games, maybe even more. I like the first, what was it, like the first survival game that's not an early access? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're releasing it, I think, tomorrow for five bucks. So uh, th- that game is, it, it's just one of those, it, it started as an April Fool's joke last year, and now it's... It's, it's amazing. I love it. Those games are made for, hey, YouTubers, make a ridiculous video with this right. for Pretty five much. bucks. Yeah, look at all this crazy, stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely what that game is. It, it's like, by their own admission, it's kind of broken. Some stuff doesn't work. Doesn't really make sense. It's just like a sandbox for chaos. Yeah. I would love someone to try to explain that game to like just like, someone like mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Like, what is Goat Simulator? Well... <laughs> You're a goat, and you got this tongue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, where do you even begin? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a begin game you can goat. explain to other people. You just be like, just go, just you just here. do. Here, mm-hmm. watch this video. Go be a goat. There's no, there's no way. There's no words. To watch this video, and you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Just go destroy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes it, so little sense. It's fun. It's fun. I really, you know, I think when they announced it, and I, I, I talked about how stupid it was. Now I hated it. It's actually fun. It, it's just like mindless fun. Like I couldn't see myself putting. I don't put a ton of time into it, but sometimes it's like, I got, you know, 10 minutes to kill. I'll, I'll play some Goat Simulator for a little bit. I'll, I'll go. I'll goat it up a little. Yeah, I'll, I'll break some stuff. No. So it's, it's all right. Um, so, you know, everyone's been talking about Mortal Kombat X. Seems like it's been pretty well received. Rough. For the most part. Rough. Uh, but I, I, I didn't know that, I guess now, Jason Voorhees is a, a character in oh, the game. Oh, that's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's Sorry. not what oh, we were talking about. There's more. Oh, yeah. So there Go was a dash. patch that went out for PC yesterday that was supposed to... I guess the the PC version hasn't been quite on par with the console versions, mm-hmm. and so they were releasing a patch to you know bring it up to the console oh. parity, which I find weird in the first place. It deleted everyone's save games. Ir- irrecoverable. How does that get through QA? Like, how does that... I know no clue. Right All their progress that they'd made, uh, like characters they'd unlocked and anything they'd done in like their dungeon-y bit, all gone. Yep. It replaced um, everyone's save files with just like a whole bunch of like 20 kilobit text files. Rubbish. And like you try and roll back the patch, Yep, it's gone. It's completely gone. Yeah. They they did roll back the patch in that they, they made it unavailable again mm-hmm. um, to fix some small problem with the patch apparently i'm not sure what that was uh but who like anyone who updated the game and got the patch why do we live in a world where i never want to do anything until other people haven't told me it's gonna fuck me up like if if it's a new patch not downloading it until somebody says so new os not downloading it until somebody definitely do that on my phone and my computer yep right new apple watch man i'll wait till everybody else says it's not shitty and then i'll decide if i want to get it is this phone gonna bend Uh, guess we'll wait so being being an early adopter comes with so many risks well not even that like think about the xbox one like i at least three times a week halo doesn't start for gavin for (gasps) it says for some reason hasn't started on the xbox one and it's like that game's been out for forever this friggin console's been out for forever why doesn't anything work anymore Mm -hmm. when did we become a place a world where things don't work anymore stepping off my uh day one updates 
easy mandatory patches mm -hmm. always connected oh. like that stuff happens like when people games now go gold and ship with the expectation that like those last few bugs or whatever they can fix with a day one patch that yeah. may or may not do anything remember assassin's when uh when the original Xbox was announced and they announced that they were putting a hard drive in it, I remember like Bernie and I got into a big argument because I was like, this is, this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> I was like, because now this, this future we live in now is what I was worried about back Called then. It. Like, it's, it's just stuff's not going to work because everyone's going to be like, oh, we'll fix it because there's a hard drive in there and we can patch the game. Right. Where, you know, before you, your game had to pretty much work. Right. <sighs> hate it. <laughs> It's and shit's just as it's not like oh well it's cheaper now so screw it everything's so expensive and nothing works and you know and I get it to some degree Bungie said before that um, that any of their games get more testing in the first twenty four hours of release than they get mm -hmm. through months of of actual testing because there's you just can't scale to that mm -hmm. when suddenly millions of people are playing it and you had like let's say you had a test crew of of a couple hundred mm -hmm. which is probably being pretty, that's big like way ambitious yeah. um just the scale of it they're gonna discover stuff so i get that to some degree because games are getting a lot more technically ambitious so that sort of stuff will crop up more than it used to but still it no. seems like there are there's just not as much effort being made to mm. that for that final push unless you get the developers who do who will just be like yeah we're gonna push it you know as upset as i am about the numerous delays for The Witcher 3. And I don't know why, by the way, because I haven't played Witcher 1 or 2, but Witcher 3 looks awesome. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm really eager to play. I've actually started playing Witcher 2. Right. To try Aren't to... Like, because I want to build... Well, I want to build a world save state so that when I play Witcher 3, oh, it's okay. important. Like, I want to fully have my effect on the world. Yeah. I might, I'm considering just starting at 1 and then just holding off on 3 until I play all the way through. I did that with the Mass Effect trilogy. I ended mm. up... I, I tried playing Mass Effect like three times before it actually stuck. I kept starting it and being like, I'm not having any fun. Mostly because I kept going to that ice planet first and you get in the, uh, the Mako yeah. and you have to go on that long road and everything is shooting you. And I'm just, it was, I, I was not having any time to quit. Yeah. So many times. Finally got into it and played through all, played through two games in two weeks. I played a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> it was, I couldn't see. It's probably had some serious impacts on my vision. And then three came out, and then I played through that, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a great. You know, thing. yeah. So like, maybe we'd do that with The Witcher. I totally agree that there are things. When actually, when I worked at DeviantArt, we would make things that would come out, and we would roll it out and be like, "Okay, everything looks good," and then it would go live to everybody and be like, "Everything is broken. Like we have to fix everything." But there's a difference between like a weekend being like, "Fuck, we really didn't realize that was going to happen." Here's a patch. It's all done, and. Well, the Master Chief Collection has been out for almost a year now, and... <laughs> like, or, uh, yeah, we deleted all these save files. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> whoops! Like, just things... I feel like I feel like because of how broken things are, they're like, well, at least we're not as broken as that game. And it's like, yeah, let's not be broken at all. How yeah. about that? Right, let's, that's not the comparison you want. Yeah. Like, like trying to be the least broken yeah. of, the, like of, the, broken of the season is not... Yeah, like I still haven't played Assassin's Creed Unity. And Would you I feel say like this I is... should at this point. I know that supposedly that's been yeah, addressed as much as it's going to. Would you say this is the broken age? Oh, <laughs> very good. Very I good. wish it was 10 minutes later so I could be like, and with that, We're that'd be great. Here. Way <laughs> now we have to stew in it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there was, a, there was another interesting article I read uh, that John Romero said that back in 95 – it was trying to figure out a way to pay modders at that time. Um, they were they were working on a system they were called like a portal they were going to call IdNet, which they never launched, 
where they were going to find a way to compensate people who worked on mods for their games. And this was 20 years ago. The plan was a little different. I mean, I, I really don't understand what he was saying, but it seemed to me like they were going to pay modders based on how much traffic modders sent to the idnet portal. Okay. Uh, and not a, and not a revenue share on mods being sold. But still, it's it's, it's interesting to see that even 20 years ago, mm-hmm. game companies were trying to think about ways to compensate modders and to incent people to look at and work on their game. Wasn't uh, man, Amazon used to do a thing, right? Where if people clicked your Amazon link, they and still then do that. Oh, that. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's kind of what that reminds me of. Like if, mm-hmm. you, if people go through your mod and then are like, "Great, I want to purchase the game," then you get some sort of compensation. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that that a lot of companies don't seem to have a lot of respect for is the sales that they get because mods exist. Um, as an example, there's been the whole thing with Rockstar. Um, with uh, what's going on so with that? They, so uh, some people released a script hook, which is essentially like a, a backdoor into the, the code so that people can make mods and people are making all the crazy mods, like whales downtown. And, it's all the car gun. And turning, entering, yeah, like bullets into cars or vice versa and all that stuff, which is really, really cool. But... Um, but and they informally ruled last week there was a there was a Rockstar support post where the Rockstar staff were like, Yeah, so is you know, if it's just, you know, graphical like maybe FOV or something like that, that's not gonna get you banned. But if it changes gameplay it's gonna get you banned. But they apparently can't quite tell what does and like what doesn't, just the way that that script works. It's you know, just sending in rogue code essentially and so they're just banning everybody yeah and they made some weird statements on that like that you know was losing the money or something like that it's like i don't think you understand the only reason that like skyrim is still selling as well as it is is because mods it keeps they keep the game fresh and fun i look at gta 4 mm-hmm. or gta 4 is like that the, the fun that people have with that is mods now yeah skyrim is such an old game but you still see people posting like mod <laughs> screenshots on reddit all the time at least yeah. you know every day there's several like oh look at this how beautiful skyrim is well and i saw on reddit because I've, I've been sort of keeping up with the mod thing on rockstar but not really delving into it and i saw a thing where somebody was like hey listen i got banned i, I this was just a mod that was like graphical it, i'm not cheating um, I think this was a like a mistake, and they got back to me. And we're like, yeah, well, we decided it's cheating, so no mods, bye. Like, and then you're just banned, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, and you paid for that game, and you can't play it anymore. Like, that's so. Why shoot yourself in the foot, especially right off the back of Valve shooting themselves in the foot? Like, yeah. you want the community you want to be nice to right now are, is the modding community, and it well, and it just shows how differently some um, you know different publishers and different groups tackle that issue. Whereas Valve sort of said. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna undo that. We realize that there are a lot of things that we didn't take into consideration. Or did you get me food? <gasps> the hand Brittany, of tacos. Where do you want to come sit in? You're like you opened a can. You bring in tacos. We're inviting you on if you want to come hang out with from? us. You can, I'll keep you around. Where are the tacos from? Tacos. They're tacos? From, they're from tacos. They're from tacos. They're from taco tacos. They're from torchies. Ah, uh, torchies. Oh, um, buddy. So, I'm, I'm sure everyone's familiar with um, Twitch Plays Pokemon. Yes. I saw uh, an interesting twist on that idea where someone set up a system. Well, it's not really a whole system, but someone had Omegle play Pokemon. And Omegle's oh, like chat roulette where it's people looking to see other people naked, basically, in video chat. And how, dis- so- how disappointing is it to, like, you're like, boobs, 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 what is this, Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> and, the, yeah, the guy's there with, like, headphones around and goes, all right, we're going to play Pokemon. What, do you, what move do you want the Pokemon to do if you're like, what? 
<laughs> oh, really? But could you imagine like a dude who's naked and he's like, uh, oh, Pokemon. All right. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, <laughs> so, he's already. <laughs> some people are really into it, but most people are just like super shocked or like oh. don't want to play along. Hey, I just have my coffee bean drink. Oh, Pokemon, <laughs> hey. It's funny you recognize that as being coffee bean right away because he at first he called it Starbucks. He actually gets into a fight with her. Oh really? Yeah, so really? Um, excuse me, it's coffee bean. <laughs> she, has, she has to show. Nope. <laughs> I, live, I lived in Los Angeles, bitches. You, you knew it. You called it immediately. But I'm really shocked at how many like young kids there were, like 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 young teenage boys looking for it's trouble. It's like AOL. I'm sorry. Did you say you're surprised again. by yeah. the number of young teenage boys hoping for nudity on the other side of the webcam? Yeah, okay. I mean, but it's like. How are they doing this? Like, where there's no supervision at all? It's like, I, don't you remember being a kid? But the internet wasn't prevalent back then. Like, it was totally true. different. You know, I don't think it existed. Kids these days, <laughs> they're out of control. But uh, it was, it was, it was. Where interesting. are your parents? Do you remember Fish Plays Pokemon? Yes, they had. Um, oh right, it was yeah. that, that, that couple. And it would look dead. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many people that kept being like, "Your fish is dead," and they're like. It's not dead. It's it sleeps. They like added fish, it to fish the do sleep. Yeah, they, they, like, they did have it's a thing not that dead. Says, fish not dead. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like like coast. <laughs> it's like of all the like random things. I love it. They're just like it's just mapped. It's like mm-hmm. this. It makes no sense. The fish is like. Do you think that fish has any idea how no. famous it was that for fish a little while? Living. Yeah, he's just chilling. He's the best kind of famous. He has no idea. Right. No one knows. He can, he can still go out in public. Yeah, he doesn't get he doesn't he get mobbed. Gets his groceries. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Goes to his coffee bean. Nobody bothers him. Not Starbucks. Um, what was I going to talk about? There was, oh, 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 oh! I think you uh, you all definitely covered this for um, the no. But Nintendo apologizing for their uh, amiibo situation, saying that they're going to do better. Haven't they apologized for that before? They have, and I'm a little confused because. They, you know, they're apologizing, and they, but they also say that it's partially due to the port closure, which I thought the port closure was resolved, but maybe not. It's not. It, uh, it's not. It's the, the the I believe the labor dispute part is, but there's still a huge backup of uh, goods gotcha. that they haven't sifted through. And then they were accusing the workers of doing a slowdown and not going through them fast enough. And then the workers were saying they didn't have the equipment. I don't know. It's um, a whole cluster jam. But so, wh- why do they? Like, it's not Nintendo's fault if it's a port shut down. Like, why would they apologize and mention the port I don't problem think, at the same time? Did they mention it in their statement? Because I, I called it out on the no as one of the reasons why, but I don't think in their statement they said anything about the port dispute. I just called it out as, like, hey, this is one of the reasons, and I think Kotaku did as well. Like, this is, it's not their fault, but... Yeah, I think no, you're, you're correct. They do not specifically call out. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of the reasons why it's been so hard to get them in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been mentioned before, just not in official yeah. statements like that. Um, but I thought it was interesting because I don't think there was like any one thing that triggered this. Mm-hmm. It seemed very random to just be like, "Here is our apology." Right. Maybe they're gonna, they're getting ready before E3. They're going to announce an expanded Amiibo program, so they're trying to get ahead of that and foster some goodwill before that. Yeah, and they're going to be bringing back Amiibo. That so, what a kick in the pants if you got something that you're like, yeah, so hard to get, paid fifty dollars for it, and then they're like, hey, by the way, we're releasing that guy. Yeah, $2. that's two dollars. That's kind of the story with collecting anything like that's that. That's right, though, right? Sell your Beanie Babies, kids, because they <laughs> could be could be going bust. Mm-hmm. Don't hold on too long. That's every every. every Me and my two hundred beanie babies in my mom's attic can attest to that fact. Do you really have two hundred? I'm not kidding. Babies? I have a photo of. Uh, we can maybe put it in later. What? Yeah, I, I have like at least two hundred beanie babies. I was that kid. I think I saw beanie babies for sale in a Walgreens recently. They still sell them. A collector never stops collecting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I feel like we're getting back to Mass Effect talk with collectors. Um, so, are, are either of you going to E3 this year? Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I'm really curious. You should come too. You said you wanted to go. I do want to go. I might yeah. go. Uh, I'm really curious to see this like PC gaming revival that's being put together as part of a. Well, I don't even know. Is it even part of E3? It's so it's like um basically they're doing. They seem to be doing like their own press conference. You know how it's like Xbox has a press conference and PlayStation has a press conference, and then all the big publishers like EA and Ubisoft and and this year Bethesda and um. So it seems to me. My impression was that they're doing their own sort of press conference that's that's pc centric to kind of balance out what you know what xbox and and playstation do Mm. that's kind of the impression that i got and it'll but it'll be pc centric you know i'd imagine running it like who's pc gamer put it together Mm -hmm. uh it's uh tuesday june 16th 5 to 8 p.m at the belasco theater downtown la uh so like i said pc gamers putting it together it's amd presents pc gaming show powered by pc gamer Wow. All right. Uh, How many marketing what? meetings and emails do you think went back and forth oh, before they discussed on that so, clusterfuck of a name? What format do you think they're going to be focusing? Like what platform? PC. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the companies that are involved so far are AMD, Blizzard, Bohemia, Cliffy B. Uh, it's just He's a, his own brand. Yeah. Like, all right. Cloud Imperium. His dreams have finally come true. His name is just his brand now. I uh, thought he started a new studio, though. Yeah. It, but what they, is they, it? I don't remember. Okay. But Blue, it, it, Blue it, Herd, who knows? It's specifically his name. Maybe <laughs> exactly. they, they wanted the one like with bigger name recognition. And all his dreams have come true. Uh, Cloud Imperium Games, Dean Hall, another one-name person. Even He also just started his own studio again. Right, because he left uh, um, Bohemia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> what, what's, uh, what's the name? Is, is it Rocketworks? I think it's Rocketworks, the name of his new studio. Yeah, down in New Zealand. Uh, Devolver, Humble Bundle. Heart Machine, Paradox Interactive, Square Enix, and Tripwire Interactive. So Square Enix seems like a bit of a weird outlier. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that all actually makes a lot of sense. You know, you've got a lot of indies. You've got a lot of the PC-centric companies. I'm surprised I don't see Valve on there. Mm. Yeah, no Valve. And I know no NVIDIA because we have an AMD there. But right. it would be interesting if it were like, look in the name of PC gaming. Let us all come together. Nah. No. <laughs> I wonder. Like, I, I I'm trying to think about why Valve wouldn't be involved. I mean, that would only be a benefit to them. It doesn't compete with like a Steambox. Steambox is a PC platform. Yeah, I don't know. It's it weird. is. I mean, it's you know, it's Linux based, but it's definitely a PC, mm-hmm. and it's and it's focused on PC games. Yeah. But then again, maybe that's never coming out. Yeah. No, no, it's supposed to be this year. We'll, be, we'll hear more about it at E3. I guess so. Um, so one of the features I've always wanted for my Xbox ever since the 360 is. Rumored to finally be potentially happening. What is it, Which Gus? is DVR functionality built into the console. I think I would fully embrace using my Xbox One as, like, my set-top box if it did that. How do you not? Well, right now, like, I, I hit watch TV. Like, I watch TV through it, but I still change all my channels, you know, and do all my DVR management through the set-top box. Like, well, yeah, once the DVR functionality is on there, then I could definitely see utilizing everything there. I totally get that. I get that part of it because we have a set... We just got a set-top box, finally, but... It's all through the Xbox, but you you still have to like change channels and look at the guide yeah. through like the the universal remote that they give yeah, you. Yeah, there, there there is the built-in guide, the one guide on the Xbox. I haven't used it. It's I feel like it's kind of slow and it doesn't work right, but it's neat when you can be you can tell it like Xbox watch NBC or, or that's whatever. what I used to do when I was in LA. I used to yell at it all the time to watch whatever. But then you can't get it to be like uh, like HBO HD. 
like it would or like uh, HBO. I want the other HBO. Like right. it'd just be like HBO. <laughs> and it'd be like, yeah, wrong HBO Xbox. Let's try that again. And it can't. Yeah. It doesn't like differentiate. Or like this is TNT and then this is TNT like West or something. Right. Like Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean th- th- I feel like there is refinement. Also like there's there's <laughs> interface issues. So pause for my DVR is not the same as pause for the Xbox. So like when I'm Obviously, like if you're watching something streaming through the Xbox, you can pause that. But so when I use my universal remote, it's like, do I have pause mapped to watching stuff on my Xbox or do I have it mapped to watching stuff on my DVR? Mm. Like, which is the pause I'm going to use more frequently? So invariably, I map it to my DVR. Then I say Xbox pause when I'm watching stuff on the Xbox. It's like a whole... You have pause problems. Yeah, it's a whole remote issue. It's like, which buttons do I map to do which functions for which device? If it's all in one, I can get rid Being of all Being your wife problems. must be real frustrating when you're not at home. Like, <laughs> goddamn pause doesn't work. <laughs> no, not that she, Esther she, sounds she, like that at all. She's got to figure it out. not an Esther voice. Yeah, we just canceled TV. Oh, no, I know. We, we haven't had it for so long, and we just got it back. It's so exciting again. <laughs> Look at you with your smug face. No, I just, it, you we know. don't even have TV. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, I use the internet. We use we use everything streaming, and beyond that, I just don't watch enough stuff, and it comes out, and then I watch it all in a season. And see, I have the problem is I started watching. Stuff <laughs> I don't know. On, I'm a bad TV watcher. I, I, the problem I had is I started watching stuff on Netflix, and then I caught up and was like, "Well, it's airing on television now. I could get it." I started buying Amazon Prime season passes, but it got more expensive to buy season passes mm-hmm. for all the shows I wanted than to just get damn TV. Mm-hmm. That it's makes a, a lot of sense. Yeah, all right. Well, it's time to wrap up. Yes, we went a little long. I, I feel like I, I failed. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next week. Make sure you play Gone Home so we can talk about yep. it next week. Um, coming right up after this is the Game Club. We're going to talk about Don't Starve Together. I like Game Club. It's like I love the variety of games that like I wouldn't have played mm-hmm. on my own, but I, I'm playing because of this. This is awesome. So join us for Game Club right after this, and then we'll see you next week. Welcome to the, the Patch Game, Game Club. Club. This it's week, talking Club. about Don't Starve Together. Uh, you got the God mic. I can hear your voice all over. Maybe a little Don't Starve from you. You It's always it a lottery this. at the beginning of every one of these broadcasts. Like, somebody will get a mic that you can hear, like, on the speakers here at the studio. Yeah. I had it before, and now somehow yeah, it switched you, to you. you talked so about it, and it came to me. Basically, you're just complaining. Amazing. <laughs> I, I like it. Every time you hear your voice in the PA, you always tell me to go, wah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so, um, Don't Starve Together is the multiplayer version of Don't Starve. Who had played it, Don't Starve before? I had. I had okay. played Don't Starve. Because I, I I basically picked it up after I got done with Minecraft on PC like years and years ago. Oh, which is a it. great evolution. Because I was saying to Gus when we streamed yesterday, it was my first time playing at all. And I was like, oh, this is very Minecrafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd heard it described as very Minecrafty before. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work in, you know, in that view. Now I know. Mm-hmm. It totally works. It totally does, yeah. There was a, we had a Minecraft server uh, for a little while for sponsors, and I'm going to bring it back for this summer, but one of the big features of it was it would reset like once a week, and you only had one life. So people had to be really mm. careful about what they oh, did. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and if like anybody did anything wrong, everyone else in the server could go find them and kill them. And then like that's how you ban people. Right, like it was kind of self-policed. Yeah. I want to be on a, very is it a don't, you're going to bring one for Don't Starve? Well, this was for Minecraft, but, will you but it was because of that, and it was the, you had the one life. That's what people on there were suggesting that I play Don't Starve, because oh. I like that so oh. much, and so that's how I picked it up. I want to go into that. I want you to start one like that for Don't Starve, and then I just want to be the fire starter. And just start a bunch of <laughs> just like, like everything Meg, on fire. I, learned, I feel like I learned something about Meg when we streamed Don't Starve <laughs> yeah. the other day. She likes fire. Like, I would leave the screen, 
and then come back, and there would be like a huge forest fire. Well, Apparently, the fire spreads. What I learned about Gus yep. is he can't just it does fire spreads. What I learned about Gus is he can't just let stuff go. Like, it was like the fire would take care of itself, but he would be running around like, oh, God, fire, the whole time, well, and then worried. it would just go out. <laughs> Were you trying to, like, chop down trees in front of it and stuff like that? It was like, you can extinguish it. Like, when a bush is smoldering, you can go up to it and extinguish it to try to keep it from catching yeah, fire. Yeah, but oh, almost okay. every time I did that, it would catch fire while it was extinguishing, and then I would get burned. Yeah, yeah. then my screen would start yeah. showing, like, the flames on it. And... Ashley, there's, in, in Don't Starve and Don't Starve Together... There's, uh, like, three basic statistics, which are your hunger, which is a big one, then your health, which is eventually what kills you, but then there's your sanity one, too. Ashley was the first time I've ever seen someone die from insanity. Oh, really? Yeah, her character went nuts and got attacked by ghosts that only she could see. To be fair, I thought it was just a bad trip. Yeah. <laughs> I ate, went too Yeah, I was trying to clear out my inventory, because I was, like, collecting a bunch of stuff, and then I ended up with these, uh, I wanted something else in my inventory, and there were these two red mushrooms, and I was like, I've eaten one of them before, and it was totally fine, so I'll just, like, eat these really quick. Ate the first one, totally fine. I'm sure I took a hit to the sanity that I just didn't notice. And then the second one, something went really bad. The whole world changed. Suddenly there were shadow monsters crawling around. I was like, this is a bad she trip. She took the blue So acid. I just started, like, walking around and waiting for the bad trip to wear off until I realized that, nope, my sanity was gone. It was not going to go away. Yeah, That's, like, the worst-case yeah. scenario for any drug trip, right? Like, you're just waiting for it to wear off, and then, like, it's forever yeah, now. Yeah, right. So I, I was like, this is my life. <laughs> so then the, the monsters, I didn't know this, but, uh, well, I learned it the hard way, is that when your sanity gets low enough, like, the shadow monsters that you see sometimes can attack you mm. yeah. and kill you. And so I was, like, running around. We'd, we'd lucked out. This is the first time I've ever played this game. We lucked out and found, like, this pre-made fort with like stone walls and, and, chest and, and wow all this yeah we had a little chest that would walk along with us it was great mm. and then i ended up running around the fire going never seen that before in the game and all of a sudden they found it right away in this in our match huh. it was yeah. wonderful yeah. It was like a little girl chester and you you'd get an eye bone and as long as you had that he would follow you it was like a like, almost like a pumpkin with a with a with a personality and it would like that you could put with stuff feet, in. it would run along oh. and you could like open up the top of it and put stuff in it hmm. and it would just follow you wherever you went. That's really cool. And then you could put the eye bone down and he would stay there. That's that's convenient. Yeah. It actually kind of reminded me of did you any of you guys read Terry Pratchett the Discworld series? There's like this this trunk that has like a, a million legs and it just scuttles around. It's like a sentient trunk. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of going to the mall with you. And it's like, here, here's my key. Here's this. Here's everything. Not necessarily in the mall, but like somewhere where you don't carry a purse. Whenever she gets in a situation. Actually, an intervention. If I have to love you and we want to tell you we support you. don't store. Ashley carries a purse about this big. Do we ever do audio of this? This is the only video. The only video, I think. Okay. So I can I can use visual cues. Yeah, she carries a purse that's only about this big, but then when we go to like a, it's not a mall, but like a formal event where she goes down to a purse for whatever reason Right, I'm sorry, a mall or a ball, because there's a big difference. a little bit of a difference. It's only one letter. When do we ever go to malls anymore? But when she goes down to something like... say it, like she said mall, you were the one who said mall. No, I know, I know, I was making fun of myself. I'm feeling really persecuted right now. I'm making fun of myself. Yeah, but I'm like loaded up with like lipstick and phones and everything else. You're like a, yeah. a, an RPG uh, character. You're like encumbered. Exactly right. <laughs> I'm like the the, the pack animal. I just group. want him to not be able to run. Uh, nah, it's a good call. <laughs> but um, I, I felt like a lot of the mechanics that you talked about, the insanity. You know, the, the game doesn't really have a tutorial. It kind of just like throws you into it, and you don't realize the ramifications of what you do. Like there's yeah. sometimes eating certain foods may lower your sanity. Going into wormhole lowers your sanity. I didn't know that for a long yeah. time. We were, we were spending we a lot of time. Like, it's convenient. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It is a hole with teeth in the ground. It mm-hmm. sucks you in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but this is actually a problem that I've got with the game. Is that because there's not a lot of, lot of backstory and there's like you have to figure things out, 
there's not a lot of stuff to me in the Don't Starve game and Don't Starve Together. There's not a lot of stuff that's intuitive. Like in Minecraft, if I take a stick, you know, and when I go to craft it, if I put, like, stone across the top, I get a pickaxe and stuff like that. Once you get to, like, alchemy machines and you get the science machine, not a lot of that stuff actually does make sense. At least see, it tells I, you all the recipes, yeah. though. In the crafting, yeah, like, you can see, like, what you need. And if you have all the required materials, it makes the ding sound and, like, the, the tooltip lights up green to let you know you can make something in there. Yeah, that was my thing. I actually thought it was more intuitive than Minecraft because Minecraft, you have to figure a lot of that stuff out. This just says, oh, you want to make this? You need this first. No, I, I agree. I thought it was much more intuitive, in my opinion, than Minecraft because it just told you. You need three of these. You need two of those. Build button. Uh, the, yes. The, the thing I think that changed my gameplay experience the most was when we were streaming. Someone in chat said, "You know, you can just hold down spacebar to pick up stuff oh, close yeah. to you." So that's the, good. I think that same person was in our chat and told me the exact same thing. I played the game for a long time and didn't know that was the case. So whoever yeah. you are, and unknown hero, you can like chop down trees, collect you, sort of. items that are close to you. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was game. It was a game changer. It Although I didn't find myself like hitting trees that I didn't mean to chop down. And like taking a little bit off my axe. Yeah, but then yeah. I then I was like, well, I already started chopping it. Like That's I mean, it's exactly, exactly what I did. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, I already got one little hack on this thing. Let's go ahead and chop the whole damn thing. At down. first, I got really frustrated by the the permadeath in the game because I was like, oh, I was just starting to like figure out how all this works. The first time we played, because Bernie's played Don't Starve, he was able to take care of me. I was like, I don't know, my food, where my stomach goes, all is all closed up, and it says six. <laughs> uh, I think that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so he'd be like, oh. Here, take 20 carrots. Here's all these berries. And I'd be like, ah, I'm hungry again. <laughs> I was like a baby who was taking care of me. And the second time, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm doing traps. I'm the trapper now. Suddenly making all this stuff. She Still had like died. a thousand rabbit traps. I it was totally amazing. did. And then we had a lot of rabbits. That's yeah, awesome. That's good. The other thing never starved again. Is that I would give her food. I'd make food and give it to her, and then they were like, "You can just force feed her." Like, oh really? Up, yeah, so you can just walk up and like feed people. Like, <laughs> I should. Yeah. I wish I had known that. I kept putting food on the ground for Meg, and yeah. she would just walk away. Be like, "No, Meg, you're, you're dying. Eat the food." I had so stuff, there's to, stuff do. to I there's had stuff to burn. To burn. Take, yeah. take the food. Yeah. Put the food in your mouth. I, I also feel like I we did. Heard that we heard when we got on our stream that like, don't waste your lighter. Meg used her lighter up like instantaneously. I, I did not. I, I was never out of lighter. Cor- thank you. She is correct. Um, the other thing, I, I wish I had done more research into the differences between the characters. Because in, yeah. in hindsight, reading about it, it's like, oh, you know, I was playing as the spider. And there were a lot of benefits I could have used. You know, when you play the spider yeah. character, you can feed meat to other spiders and they'll follow you for a day and I attack your enemies. I love that. A yeah. spider army? I got, I got trailed by buffalo. We could have used a spider army when I got trampled by a buffalo. You well, got trampled by a buffalo? Oh, yeah. Did you attack it are... first? Hell yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I wanted to <laughs> apparently, apparently once a month they go into mating season. Really? And, and like, during, like, the, the lunar cycle or something, like, they go into mating season, and that's when they get, like, super aggressive. And you, oh. so you actually want to build. I was reading up on this. I had, like, super don't starve together dreams last night and woke up this morning thinking about it, like, I need to get some that strats. <laughs> and so I was reading all these things. They say build your base, like, one biome away from beefalo. You want them because the manure helps your farm, hmm. but... If you can actually get far enough to set up a farm. But you don't want to be too close to them for mating season. Mm. Interesting. Also, pigs, you can give them meat and then they'll be your buddies. Oh, really? They're not just automatically aggressive. Oh, the pig guys. He kept, he, yeah, he kept yeah. trying to, well, he kept trying to, like. Uh, that, you my can't, can't, enemies, can't, you can't fight anything. It's like it takes forever to get to the point where you can actually fight anything. Like those metals, horses. Yeah, very, very early on, I think all you get for weapon-wise might be, like once you have the science machine, you can build a spear pretty quickly. Yes. But Jeez. beyond that, you're... The, real, tr- the yeah. real trick, though, is can even be getting a science machine. The first time we played, we were looking for 
Yeah. For gold. Gold. Yeah. Like gold. I looked into gold. Like an hour mm-hmm. and a half. The second time, we it's like we spawned in the middle of a gold mine. It's we like here's like eight, eight different boulders with gold in them. That's Have a amazing. great time. I was carrying you, you, multiple were golders? stacks. Uh-huh. Hey, what's up? Hi, Watson. He, he came to the toilet to take a he's, dump. Yeah, he's ready to take a dump on the set again. Um, the, I also played, I, I wanted to see the differences. So I also played Don't Starve on the PS4. To uh-huh. see what it was how like. It, how with does it play different? I wondered with the stick. It's very much the same. You know, it's, it's exactly the same game. But I found that inventory management was much more difficult with the controller. Because, you know, on, with the mouse, obviously, you just click on what you want and then do whatever you need to do. On, with the PS4 controller, like if you wanted to do inventory, for example, you hit R2, kind of pops up your inventory into focus, you scroll over to what you need then you can't like, use the item there. You have to hit R2 again to exit that mode, mm. and then the item becomes in focus, and then you hit the D-pad, depending on what you want to do. That was always kind of one of the things with, a l- I mean, it's the thing with a lot of PC games that end up relying on inventory and can do it because of keyboard. Diablo 3 was the same way, mm-hmm. I found. When I went to, from PC to console to try and play it, the, the controls were a little bit more complex. Yeah. But, but I feel like, like if you just used it as a modifier, for example, like if you held down R2 and then D-pad it to what you wanted and then you could use it, that would be a better solution than yeah. the way they, they did a, it. I never played Minecraft on the Xbox. Really? Ever. No, never. I've, I've never played it. On yeah, console. only played it on PC. It's like I learned to play it on PC and then when it made the move over to Xbox, I was like, this makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they even have the recipes on uh, Xbox mm-hmm. for Minecraft, but I was like, I, I knew the, all the recipes by that point. Or, you know, I just had a tab Fucking open. brag about it. Over. You know, like I didn't like you know, no like magic, but that's you know, I always felt like you get, I was saying earlier that it's not as intuitive as Minecraft, but like the recipes don't make as much sense. Like the story of it's just like um, I don't have that same connection to it that I do with Minecraft that, with Don't Starve. I just don't feel that same way about it. Hmm. Like I don't feel compelled to play again and again and again well, on this game. And what I have, you're in a lot of trouble right. because I was I was telling Mike this morning. I was like, I think this is like my new like. Game that I go to, and yeah. it's all steampunky and emo. Too. I, I, I was like well, right up your alley. I was reading about the the influences, and they're saying the influences were Minecraft and um, Tim Burton, and I was like, yeah. nailed oh, it, absolutely yeah. nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that I would when I was playing the those. single player, I wasn't as much of a fan of it. It wasn't until I played the multiplayer, and it's like having another person running around and helping you and exploring. Like, be, I feel like at that point it becomes a lot more manageable when you're trying to approach the game by yourself. It's just daunting with the amount of stuff that you have to do. Yeah, I liked doing it co-op. I liked, yeah. you know, he'd, he'd be the lumberjack. the lumberjack and I'd be mm-hmm. the miner. I wish, and though, that you could jam. see your other players on the map. Yeah. Like, that was a problem we had occasionally. We started, like, because I had reoriented yeah. my map. So then we, we were like, the wait, our lines, okay, wait, let me flip my map. Oh, there, okay, here yeah. we go. We had yeah. the exact same problem. I was like, I went west, and he's like... Where? Yeah. And I was like, I'm over here, and he's like, that's east. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just had no we had idea. we actually had to then coordinate and be like, all right, put the fire above you. Yep. Yeah. All right, now that's that's north, and we ha- we'd have to orient ourselves together so that we could use the directions like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also feel like in Minecraft, I can like build a base and then range away from my base and like build like little way stations along the way. This one, I feel like I have to have like a solid base, and wherever I choose that base, that's going to be where I start building machines and everything. It's a critical decision that takes place pretty early in the game. Yes. We never made that decision, though. We were like, great, our campfire was our biggest well, concern. We, then we had yep. a science machine, then we walked away from it. Then we had a different science <laughs> machine somewhere else, and we walked away from well, it. We had, we had some gold trouble, too, occasionally. Yeah. So we, we had some trouble getting to the point where we could get a science machine. Right. Um, 
I forgot where I was going with that. I think one of the problems <laughs> that we might have had, honestly, is that we were trying to find one place that would be the place forever. And so we waited. Like, we were on day six or seven before we even started trying to make cut stone. Like, you know, before we established the machine. Oh, interesting. So you were just walking around. Yeah, we had we were huddling in campfires, foraging, and, like, exploring while we were always. trying to find the perfect place. And it turns out they're, you know... Maybe that's we should have just established earlier, dug in, put up some wood walls, kept out the goddamn hounds. Yeah. We, we had a, a, a terrible that's death. Too. Yeah. The, hounds oh, were the, the one where the fire went out. We How were did doing, you guys we were, die? We were, like, were, were the... we were doing really well, and I think it was our second playthrough, and yeah. uh, we, we had a really great map. We were map, doing great. Tons of resources. We were like, awesome. And for some reason, like, we had built a fire, and we were like, night's coming soon. We're going to build a fire here. Let's continue. We got distracted by something. Continue doing something else. And uh, there's like, oh, shit. It's 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 night. We need to run back to the fire. And by the time we started running back to the fire, it was dying. So Meg got there, and I got there right behind her. And I, I pulled out the wood to put it on the fire right as the fire went out. So I just oh, dropped no. the wood in the dark. And then we died. And I couldn't build another fire because I just dropped all my wood out <laughs> under wow. the ground. Whoa. What about your lighter? No, oh, well, I didn't know. I had. I, I didn't know about the lighter at that point. We just switched characters, so I was oh. the strong man our first round. And the second yeah. one, I was like, "Here we go!" And I had no idea that they were like, "Meg, lighter, Meg, lighter." I'm like, "You're yelling at me. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I don't know how to use this lighter you're talking about." Had not at all explored. Yeah, so then we got game. killed by the yeah. darkness. I really liked the personalities in this game. Like uh, the strong man has some funny lines, but the pig, the rundown house that we came upon, there's like the pig man house, but we came upon a version of that was like kind of broken down. Yeah. And then my, I was like, oh, there must not be anything in here. My girl stood next to it. She's like, nobody would mind if this burned. And then everything piled out of it and killed me. She's, she says really? that about everything. I played the same character Willow, the fire starter, and yeah, she's just she's like got a lot of really she's like, great I, lines. The, everything is. I bet that would burn yeah. well. Yeah. I, 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 I just randomly creepy. found Ashley's lighter too, like in the middle of the wilderness, That's and she just the, like the run the off and time, dropped it. Well, the first time we played, I was wandering off, and I was like, look, a frog! And I went to, like, poke it, and it starts chasing me, yeah. and then so, stuff. Like I, I know. Well, that's how Gus died a bunch of times. Right. I didn't realize, but I was dropping stuff. Oh. And so, and, and so we explored down in that area, uh, like, a day or two later. And he's like, look, I found a lighter on the ground. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, was, I get it. Okay, that's I, what happens. I read that as her sanity goes down, she'll also randomly start starting fires. And that apparently brings her sanity back up, too. Oh, good. Wow. Like, like, your, your sanity must have been, like, totally full. Yeah, you were fine. You are probably, like, banking sanity for the rest of the game. Because, like, if she lights, someone was saying that, yeah, if you get really low on sanity, just light something on fire, it brings it up. <laughs> but our awesome. deaths were, like, I mean, it was, like, always, way, like, everything. different definition of sanity. <laughs> Very different. Everything's going great in our run-throughs. And, I mean, we had one where we had, like, tons of gold. Everything we were building, so we had a fort at one point, but there was always just some random thing that would happen mm-hmm. that would just like wreck it. Like on the last one, we, we had everything down. We were like foraging around. We're going this today. We're going west. Tomorrow we're going east. You know, I'll be the lumberjack. Man. Yeah, you. <laughs> like you an itinerary. We were awesome. It was great. Yeah. We had like we had spare rabbit traps that we were carrying around to be like, all right, when we settle down. We'll we'll set these out in the nearest savanna. This will be like we have all this stuff. We had food to spare. We had all kinds of equipment. It was great. We were doing really well. And then three dogs showed up and killed us. Like, I mean, we weren't even like, we didn't come across them. They just ran onto our screen and killed us. We were at our base. And I died. And then Ashley's running around in a circle for like five minutes. Like, there's literally nothing you can do. I was trying to wait for night. Maybe they'd be scared of the fire at night. Or 
No, it turns that out sucks. Here's, and she and can't even attack him. I mean, there's nothing that can be done. I mean, it's just it's that like sucks. Yeah. we. I I do feel like we've probably fallen down on the things like building armor because we can apparently build like yeah. log armor. Well, no, I, I had like my grass flower, armor. Yeah, I yeah. had the grass armor and I had a flower crown is, for my sanity. Right, which is better, log armor or grass armor? Well, I would assume log, log armors would be better. Grass yeah. was oh. the easiest to build. And, and you know, I don't know if you all ever got the chance to do it, but you can revive. Yeah, a dead, we both. Uh, we, but you have to kill a spider to do it because we can't kill spiders. Yeah, we can. Well, yeah, can, if you, you can, can separate them, you can get one spider for sure. But when you get like three, you're in trouble. Yeah, but you could totally get a spider. If you have a spear. Oh, I think no, you, I did you it with, with my axe. axe. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. We killed a, I killed a, a rabbit with an axe. I, was I killed a myself. turkey with an axe, and I was like, "What's up?" We, we should. <gasps> he found. Up here he sure. found a pan flute. Yeah. That would hypnotize animals. What? I was pretty good about finding random stuff. Yeah, and I like it had ten charges on it, and I'd play it, and it would put them to sleep, and I put one of those robotic horses to sleep ten times and hit it, and it still wouldn't die. And it was, it's really frustrating. The enemy, the enemy system in the game is super frustrating to huh. me. I don't know. I, I'm not personally not a huge fan of the game. Well, I play it on a regular basis, but I'm not a big fan. Get get to be a big fan because I want to play more. <laughs> I, I think we'll, well, yeah. And then I think the multiplayer supported up to six players at once. You can join our group, Ash. Okay. So yeah, we, I'd be I'd be down to play multiplayer some more. Yeah, I'm with you guys. All right. Well, yeah. let's. Uh, we should probably get a. Uh, oh, we should probably choose the next. Oh yes. Here. Yeah. All right, do, do, bring do, out the do, cylinder do, of do, selection. Yeah, Gus has got it. I've, I've, never got, I've never had a chance to The pick. cylinder of selection, indeed. Is that what it's called? Yes. Choose, 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 It choose. always enters in such, <laughs> like, <laughs> pseudo-dramatic fashion. It's just like, here dun, I am. Dun. <laughs> I also got, like, in the middle of our stream of doing this, I got the sniffles, and then I'm now sick at, like, 12 hours later. Like, so you didn't starve. People, you get sick. people right. watched me get sick, like, on, this, on the stream for this. Haven't looked Dude, yet. People in Twitch chat are super helpful. Bye. Except if your mic doesn't work, um, and then they're all just telling you that your mic doesn't which work. Which is it's in his way. A helpful. community not suggestion. Okay. Gone home. Huh. Right all right. So good. Can do. So we'll be talking, <laughs> playing, and talking so about overrated. Gone home uh, for uh, next week's game club. Guess who's not allowed to be on it now? What? Not just, yeah. <laughs> just you're already, you're guess. already guess. so salty. Guess yeah. No. All right. It's just overrated. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week. Play Gone Home. Oh, 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 oh,